Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned, and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 75, a behind-the-scenes look at what Brave looks like. Hey everyone, I am so excited to be back here. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who sent me a message and responded via email or called me about the book that came out last Tuesday, January 30th, The Happier Approach. The response has been phenomenal and exciting and I just was so excited to hear from everyone. And if you haven't gotten your copy, head to Amazon and you can get an ebook or a paperback book or an audio book. Lots of different options for ways for you to hear and read The Happier Approach and start implementing into your life. And so this podcast is, is going to be a little different. I wanted to pull back the mystique <laughs> um, or the veil, I guess you would say, of writing this book and specifically this week of kind of putting it out there into the world. And a lot of people have been talking to me and telling me how brave they think I am. And I'm so brave because I've written this book and, and put it out there and how, how brave that is. And yes, I would argue it, it was brave to stick it out there. I always joke, is it brave or is it delusional? who knows, but I wanted to address that topic because I think we tend to put people up on pedestals that do things that we deem brave and and scary and we assume that everything is awesome with them. Back to that idea of comparing your insides to other people's outsides. And so I guess what I wanted to do was share a little bit of my insides from this week to, to let you know that it isn't all sunshine and rainbows and being brave is a choice and it is something that we have to do daily, minute by minute sometimes, to really challenge ourselves to show up and be present. In the book, I have a chapter called Knowing When the Monger is Running the Show. And the reason I have that chapter in there is because I think a lot of us get so comfortable with the monger, we don't even know it's running the show. And so that was me and is me in a lot of ways. And that's been a big part of my work in this inner critic stuff is really paying attention to when my monger is running the show. One of the ways I know my monger is running the show is because I go into automatic, I go into kind of a numbing spot where I just kind of run on autopilot. And I don't really engage with what's happening. And so when I wrote this book, and I started writing it, I said to my husband, I don't want to go on autopilot when it comes to this book, like I really want to be intentional and, and show up all along the way. So I'm present for everything that happens. Because when I do this autopilot, I miss opportunities and I miss ideas and I just, I'm not fully there. So that's one way my monger kind of lulls me into complacency is by just telling me how much I suck. And it's so hard to face that monger all the time. And so I just kind of go into this autopilot. That has been a battle this week is knowing that's what I do. And I think that's the first step in a lot of this monger stuff is knowing what it is your go-to is. You know, my go-to is the is the autopilot. It's also just really getting hopped up on doing it right and making sure everything's perfect. And so that pressure that everything has to be perfect becomes so great that I go into autopilot to kind of relieve it. So my you know, my monger is telling me everything has to be perfect. It has to be just right. And so my BFF is like, don't worry, honey, let's just sit on the couch and watch some housewives and have some Reese peanut butter cups. Like everything will be fine. Just relax. No big deal. And so I don't 
show up because my BFF is running the show. You know, the more I do this work, the more I recognize the BFF is just as toxic as the monger. We just don't recognize it. So back to knowing when the monger is running the show. This week, I've really tried to be intentional about this numbing pattern that I have and knowing when I go into autopilot. And it has been challenging, really challenging. So to give you a little backstory, Monday of this week was the year anniversary of my dad's death. Not surprisingly, it was a very, very hard day. Those anniversaries are just amazing to me that your body kind of knows what's happening before your mind does. So it was a really hard day. I spent part of the day with family and just tried to really soak up what was happening. And then the next day, Tuesday, was the day my book launched. And so it was a high energy day and there was a lot of contact with people and great stories and so much fun, but an underlying sadness that my dad wasn't there to read the book and hear about the book and and be a part of the book. And so it's kind of been this emotional roller coaster all week, going back and forth between being super excited about the book launch and then also just the sadness and reliving this was the day of the funeral and this is what we did this day and all that replaying of a year ago. That to be said, that it was really easy, it would have been really easy for me to numb out and have the, you know, the BFF had the perfect excuse. This is the anniversary week of your dad's death. Take it easy. You deserve it. Take the week off. And I really had made a commitment to myself that I wasn't going to do that. And I think that is the key to being brave, is committing to yourself that you're really going to show up this time. You're really going to take whatever the next step is. And it doesn't have to be some ginormous, crazy, huge step. You know, this book that that I've written was a culmination of a lot of little tiny steps. It wasn't like one day I woke up and had this brilliant idea to write a book and here's the brilliant plan of what the book's going to be about and here we go. No, no, no. This was years in the making and years of thinking about it and years of writing and, and debating and talking. And so it takes tiny little steps. And I think when we read these memes on Facebook, we see these inspirational stories, we think, oh my gosh, this has to be some huge big thing I'm going to do. Nope. Bravery is choosing to show up every day. It's me choosing to sit down on my computer and write. It's me choosing to sit down on my computer and come up with some social media posts to spread the word about my book. So this brings me to today. And so today is the first day that I've really had a chance to just take it all in and sit down and make the next steps. Everything had kind of gone up to the launch of the book. And then I didn't really have like what's happening next. So when I sat down today, one of the things on my list is to record this podcast. My monger was just so loud and you have nothing to say and no one wants to hear what you have to say anyway. And who do you think you are? And that same refrain that monger has for me all the time. And I had practiced ask multiple times, multiple times this morning, I practiced ask, I acknowledged what I was feeling, I slowed down and got into my body. And I kindly pulled back to see the big picture. And I was doing it kind of, again, on automatic, I wasn't really showing up and doing the steps of ask, I was like, yeah, 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 I'm feeling scared, let me roll my neck a little bit. Okay, and then I'm gonna pull back and see the big picture and kind of see, yeah, this isn't a big deal. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. It wasn't actually doing ask, I was automatic pilot doing ask and it wasn't helping and I bet I did ask 20 times and my monger was just like see this doesn't work you really can't help people who do you think you are you know it just kind of built up more and more fodder for my monger and so finally it was 
one o'clock, I was still in my pajamas. And I was like, I need to take care of myself here. I need to work out. I need to take a shower. I need to get dressed. I need to start the day and get serious about this. Within five minutes of my workout, I felt so much better. Like I was able to really acknowledge like, wow, I am scared here. And I'm feeling really vulnerable and really out there. The slowing down really helps. I'm gonna do some extra yoga stretches. And then I was able to pull back and be like, okay, this was one, this is one week. in your life that was hard and stressful. And let's kind of see some other options of where we want to take this. You know, my monger tends to convince me I need to have all the answers and I need to be in charge. And that is one of the biggest complaints I have about the coaching and counseling industry as a whole and all of the quote unquote gurus out there is that they act like they have it all together and like they have the answers. And so that was why I was when I was in the shower, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast about how I don't have all the answers, (laughs) how I don't really know what's happening. But but this is how I did my day. And this is what worked for me. And so in the shower, I slowed way down, I got in the shower, and I was able to really implement ask in a in a sincere way. And when I came back to my office, it was a completely different day, I checked a whole bunch of stuff off my list. My brain was clear, I was ready to focus, my monger was not in charge anymore, it was my biggest fan kind of stepped in to the lead position. And I got a lot done. And here I am recording a podcast kind of showing you how this stuff works in real life. So that's been my week (laughs) in launching the happier approach. I hope that you will purchase the book and implement some of the stuff that's in there because, you know, it's one of those things. Yes, I wrote the book. And then every time I really implement what it says, it is helpful. And I think that's probably true for a lot of books out there that I just never took the time to implement what they said because I was all like looking for the easy answer and looking for the quick fix. And it isn't out there. There is no quick fix. We have to do the work. We have to slow down and show up and face our mongers and channel our biggest fans and tell our BFFs to take the day off. We have to get serious about this stuff if we're going to be happier. It isn't easy, but man, once we start implementing this stuff, it's so much better. I promise. I swear. Do it. So your takeaway for today is to really pay attention and start noticing when your monger is running the show. You know, is it that you numb out? Is it that you have a 10 reaction to a two problem? Is it that you take on more than you should? There are a lot of ways that our mongers lull us into a state of quote unquote safety that isn't really serving our higher purpose, that isn't helping us get to the next thing. And so once we know what the behaviors we engage in, then we can start paying attention to those behaviors and start catching them. So today I knew that I was doing the numbing and I wasn't really showing up. I was just kind of jumping from thing to thing and I was really unconscious in what I was doing and that's when it hit me wait a minute your monger's in charge here your monger's running the show so we need to slow down and pay attention and notice when our monger is in charge that is the key and then we can implement ask and we can implement ask in a sincere concrete really showing up way not just a yeah 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 let me run through these three letters like I was doing earlier today but like a let me pause and really do this so that I can get my biggest fan in charge and have my monger be quiet for a little bit 
Okay, gang, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out every week. If you have questions, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier, on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm on all of them, people. (laughs) So until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.